0: Log Talk Radio.
1: This is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online. This is the TS Radio Network, and tonight's show is going to blow your mind. Uh, Of course, John LeCron will be co-hosting with me. He'll be on with us in just a minute. Before we get to tonight's topic, I wanted to bring a little bit of news. Uh, Word came from Washington, D.C. today that hospitals and the VA out there are refusing treatment, for any reason, to anyone who will not take a COVID test. Now, this brings to mind to me, uh, this made no difference what they were presenting themselves for. Uh, If these people die, couldn't you tag these doctors and the hospital for negligent homicide or (laughs) death by incompetence at the very least? And they're turning away patients who who won't participate in this scam that's going on. In other news today, it turns out that the um, Marines, well, the head of it, um, went against the head of the Pentagon, General David H. Berger, uh, went against Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin's edict requiring all armed forces personnel to submit to COVID-19 vaccinations under threat of court-martial or discharge." And um, apparently, Ms. General Berger uh, came right back and um, said he would not. He said, there there will be no mandatory vaccinations for my Marines. He says, under no circumstances will Marines be compelled to take a potentially hazardous vaccination that the FDA won't even fully endorse. And this is what he told Austin, you are a coward and a traitor, manipulated by people pushing bad policy on the men and women who provide security to our nation. Neither you nor your public president has any authority to enforce such a policy. And it went from there, and I'm going to try and get something up about this i I was just stunned actually that anybody would fight back and uh but I'd heard previously that the marines, many of the marines said they were not taking this; they're forced to take a slew of vaccinations when they go into service, but this one is not f d a approved although I'm sure that's going to happen shortly um, but this is a this is an experiment, and i I don't blame them for saying no. And so many of us have. Now, what they're trying to do, um, they've split us on religious lines. They have split us on racial lines. They have split us on gender lines, men versus women. And now they're going to split us on vaccines, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. And from France today, they put out an edict, which I guess the whole country's in an uproar over. You can't go anywhere, do anything, shop, eat. Movies, nothing, unless you have this vaccine card. And, of course, the French are not taking too kindly to this. Um, In Israel, over the weekend, people were burning their green cards. People know this pretends bad news. And I, I just, I'm so tired of having to, you know, you expect to fight foreign enemies. We've all got them but you don't expect to fight the people that are supposed to be on the same side you are. The biggest enemy, in my opinion, that we have is the federal government. To me, the enemy is inside the gate. No one can hurt us. Terrorists cannot do the harm and damage to us that our own government is doing. And yet nobody nobody is charged with anything. When all the whistleblower shows I've done And we see heads of these big agencies like Tony took from forestry, sexual harassment, multiple counts of it. And here this man's the head of this federal agency. And instead of firing him on the spot, he was allowed to step down so he could keep all his federal benefits. See how that works? And he was never charged with anything. Had he had been, taxpayers would have paid his legal fees. Taxpayers would have paid any fines he had or any other costs. It doesn't cost these people a nickel to to abuse their office, to commit fraud, waste, and abuse of what they're supposed to be doing. It doesn't cost them anything. We pay the bill on everything. It's quite a deal if you can get work that way. Now then, jumping all over the place here, there is a terrible uproar over our judicial system. I think people are fed up, just absolutely fed up with what the judiciary has become. I think they're even more fed up with that than they are like Congress, though I never thought that could be possible. But apparently they are, and there is a massive movement in play to – revamped the judiciary. Uh, One of the worst things that's come out, these people abuse these positions so badly and nobody says anything. Massachusetts, after deciding that they had qualified immunity or absolute immunity, the judiciary out there said that guardians, these predator guardians, are more or less quasi-officers of the court, so they have absolute immunity too because so many of them are getting nailed to the wall over what they have done to people, the theft and the isolation, the other things they have done. And nobody said a word, not the governor, (laughs) Not, not the Massachusetts legislature. Nobody said a freaking word, nothing. Now, what's wrong with this picture? But anyway, just things that irritated me. I thought I'd vent just a little bit. As I said John McCrone is with me tonight and we're going to be talking about a number of things and one of the things I hope you'll you'll take a message from is what is happening right now if, if you know anything about history uh what they call the Holodomor of the 1920s in the Ukraine Stalin killed 13 million people starved them to death you might think about that cuz that's what's planned for you um At some point in time, it seems every government turns on its own population and massacres them. Uh, Germany, it wasn't just the Jews; there were one hundred sixty thousand Germans were executed, also plus millions of people of other ethnic sources. Of course, we don't talk about that. It was only the Jews, and um, but at some point, these governments always they become, in my opinion, so terrified of their own population and all the crap they've done to them that they start killing them off. And I guess fear. You know, I guess fear. And so this is, you know, when we're, we're thinking about all these things, this is what you have to think about. You know, what has happened historically? You have to pay attention to history because it will repeat itself And as John's going to point out to you, it looks like we're on the edge of doing exactly that. And with that, John, I'm going to let you take this over and take it wherever it goes.
0: Oh, we're going to have some fireworks tonight, Marty. Once again, always a pleasure to be here with you, darling. Let me start out by saying, long story short, folks, I inquired into my uh, acquaintance of mine. He just got out of the military, but he's got a lot of friends that are still in, and he was uh, told by his friends that um, this uh, injection, they're quite upset about it because there was a lot of his acquaintances that have not uh, taken it and do not want it, and that is for obvious reasons. Now, I'm not sure about this, uh, Marine General. I hadn't heard that yet, but on that same note, I've been wondering. Here's the problem. And believe me, it is a problem. The whole mentality of the military is follow orders. Period. Now they say, they'll use the argument, well, this is a lawful order. Here's my answer to that statement. Marty. I'm here to tell you a few years ago they were talking about all the problems in the military with women being raped. That was a big issue. And by the way, it's not just women that get raped in the military. I want to make that abundantly clear. Abundantly clear. But having said all that, let's say for the sake of argument we're talking about a woman. If a woman gets raped while she's in the military, just as in the civilian world, she's traumatized. He has emotional issues, and there's supposed to be consequences for those actions, for the perpetrator of the rape. Now, they're going to say that this is a lawful order to, you must take this injection for a product that we know is causing people to die. They don't call it the clot shot for nothing. It is causing brain hemorrhages. It is causing heart attacks. It is causing an incredible series of problems, and it's only just started, people. It has only just started. That, ladies and gentlemen, is another example of rape. Regardless of whether you're a man or a woman, if you are being ordered to have an injection, something put in your body that you do not want there, that, ladies and gentlemen, is a form of rape. I don't give a rat's ass what excuse they're going to use. I don't care whatsoever about, well, you need to follow your orders, conscience comes into play, the right to refuse. And remember, the argument is a lawful order. Is it lawful to order somebody to play Russian roulette? Is it lawful to have somebody ordered to play the game of Russian roulette? I would argue it is not. Don't get me started. You guys know I'm ex-military. I've had stuff injected into me. And believe you me, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Post-Desert Storm, because I have no friggin' clue what they did, what they were sticking in me back in that days. Okay? But when I came home from that deployment, Desert Shield, Desert Storm... When I came home, the unit was pulled in, and they told all of us, you will not be giving blood for a few years. Gentlemen, your wives, your girlfriends, do not get them pregnant. I remember it as clear as it happened yesterday, Marty, as clear as it happened yesterday.
1: Well, I can tell you what they did to you. I oh, can tell you I exactly, we did a lot of work on down. this.
0: <laughs> Go for it. Uh,
1: depleted depleted uranium. Uh, <clears throat> everything over there is coated with depleted uranium. The deformity in births in Iraq is at 83%. These are horrendous, horrendous deformities caused by depleted uranium. We use munitions that were coated with it. We contaminated the whole place, and we left all that equipment over there. We buried it in the sand. This stuff has a 200-year half-life. It, um, it doesn't begin to break down for 200 years, and it'll take 500 years behind that for it to be totally gone. But uh, this is what we did. Um, it, and this was the Gulf War syndrome that so many came home with. They oh, they're faking, they're faking. No, they weren't. This is was the goal for when the military tested depleted uranium on our troops to see what it would do. And that's, yeah, that one makes me. Yeah, Marty, me. That
0: inject two on that depleted uranium. You're correct there. Yep. But that, we're talking some injections now. I'm not talking about depleted uranium. It's a different ball game, but yes, I know, because they gave us certain pills and they gave us certain shots when we were deployed and before we were deployed. Now, while we're on the subject of the matter of depleted uranium, I just once again like to remind everybody that's out there this dirty little secret: Nuclear war has supposedly been outlawed. It is a war crime to use nuclear weapons in battles. Having said all that, I'm here to tell you that what Marty said is 100% correct. They used depleted uranium as a tank buster, a bunker buster, all these beautiful things that they do. And yes, the amount of young people born with significant problems went through the roof. And remember, there's a lot of this equipment that's still out there. It wasn't buried in the sand in a lot of cases. You know, one of the things that we've talked about um, or used to be in history, they would allow you to bring back war trophies, okay? And I could not figure out why they would not permit us to bring back war trophies from Desert Shield, Desert Storm, because we'd captured all kinds of equipment and all this And um, literally, when we were packing up, they had people supervising every single item that went into our bags or what we were mailing home to make sure that we were not sending home any quote-unquote war trophies. And like I said, it made absolutely no sense, but it made perfect sense if it was contaminated with depleted uranium. And I've got a real war story to go along with that. There was a gentleman that had been in Desert Shield, Desert Storm, and he'd brought back a war trophy. He was an officer. And uh, long story short, he had this war trophy sitting in his office. And somebody that worked in the right department walked into his office, took one look at what was there in the officer's offices and said, Sir, you need to leave this office right now. And the officer's looking a bit confused. And long story short, he was busy getting radiated because he had one of the uh, rods that went through a tank. Mm -hmm. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a joke. This is a real world. Now, we're going to cover a lot of issues, and I'm going to try to hit as many as we can because we've got a lot of ground to cover. But this is what I want, first of all, all of you to think about. Please think about this because it's important to me. If you care about anything that I say or I do, if you get something out of this show, I want you to do something for me. It is important to me. What is your life worth? I want you to ask that question before I start my speech, but I want you to really ask yourself this truthful question. What is your life worth to you? Five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks? Come on now. I would like each and every one of my listeners here to send Marty a donation so she can continue to do her exceptional work. The address on PayPal is ppj1 at hush.com. ppj1 at hush.com. ppj1 at hush.com. I would appreciate that, and I know Marty would too. Remember, she's doing this incredible work and has been doing it for so long. She deserves to have our support. She shouldn't have to pull money out of her pocket to continue this broadcast. There's no excuse whatsoever for it, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, enough of my rant. I'll stay on my soapbox though, Marty. Let me go oink oink. She knows what I mean. All right. Begin with socialized medicine. I would like everybody to take a few notes and this is an important video to watch. Try to locate one that was done, and uh, the woman that is speaking is named Lucy Hoffman, H-O-F-F-M-A-N-N. She's an Austrian woman. She grew up um, under Hitler. When Hitler came to power, she was a teenager, and she talks about the changes in the world that happened instantly because, again, if you don't know your history, what happened – You cannot see the pattern again. But I'm telling you right now, it's the exact same pattern over and over again. Austria wasn't invaded, although that's the argument they say. The Austrian people elected Adolf Hitler with a 98% election rate. In other words, 98 out of 100 people voted to make Adolf Hitler and Austria a part of Germany. Beware. Oh, be aware of that little detail, okay? And she says the first thing that they did is they took down any religious symbolism. All the things that made Austrians, Austrians went away, and all of a sudden it was all about Adolf Hitler. They had taken down the cross in her school and replaced it with a photo of Hitler, and they would sing their glory to Germany, Okay. She talked about the fact that uh, health care, Austria used to be in an impeccable location with highly trained doctors and nurses. And after Adolf Hitler took charge and socialized everything, well, let's just say things went really bad for the Austrian people, not that they were all that good anyway, because again, there was horrendous amounts of unemployment. There was all kinds of games being played. But when Hitler took over, and socialized everything. They were able to crank up the economy, of course, which helped people along, but at the same time, it created the basis for the war machine. And I'd just like to point out the parallels in that. Lucy Hoffman, ladies and gentlemen, find her little conversation. Socialized medicine, true story here. You know, I knew what the game was when they were trying to do this Obamacare crap. Okay, and after it passed, I've got two stories to go along with that. First one is uh, I actually had to go see the doctor for a small problem and inquired with him what him and his fellow doctors were thinking and doing. Now, he was curious to know, first of all, what my opinion of the socialized medicine was before he answered my question, and I told him, you know, I knew the origins of socialization of medicine and what the result would be. And he was comfortable talking to me after I answered his question. He says it won't affect people like me other than more paperwork. But he says it's done two things. Doctors are now retiring and planning to retire quickly. But he says even that's not the issue. He said the issue is going to be 20 years from now. And what he mentioned was this, it was affecting the students choosing to go to the medical schools. This was just a few months after that passed, ladies and gentlemen. And Lucy Hoffman there was talking about the same kind of story. One of her in-laws or something like that was a uh, doctor. And as a doctor, they were only permitted to prescribe what the government said they could prescribe. Again, doesn't that sound familiar? And the doctor was put on salary. In other words, there was no more competition. You know, all of a sudden he had all kinds of people showing up at his front door because the health care was, quote, unquote, free. But here's the thing. This doctor still had integrity. A lot of doctors left Austria. A lot of them did, including uh, Lucy's husband. But this one stayed. And what he ended up doing was if he prescribed something that was not on the list, that came out of his paycheck. Did you hear what I just said? If he chose to go outside the acceptable group of items that could be prescribed in other words, approved by government and Big Pharma, that came directly out of his wallet. You think that can't happen here, folks? Remember, socialization is a system based on equality. Their definition of equality is something that I heard when I was very young, and it was a joke about the Russians. In Russia, all people are equal. But some people are more equal than others. You sit there and you look at the medicine of your congressmen and your senators. And then you look at the medicine on Main Street. And go back to what Marty talked about at the beginning of this show. Oh, you don't want to get tested? Well, we're not going to see you. And I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. That test that they're doing, where they're shoving something into your nose, well, we've watched a few videos that are kind of really strange and interesting. What is on the end of that tip? What is on that Q-tip? It seems to be moving, it seems to be metallic in nature. And more importantly than that, they're piercing the veil of the nose which is a direct line straight into your brain. I cannot stress this enough. This is a depopulation agenda. It is a depopulation agenda. You want to know? We were warned about it. They told us in 2009 this was going to happen in the future. Of course, nobody was paying attention back then, but there were a few of us. Jesse Ventura and Alex Jones, they brought in a guest. She flew in from out of the country. She was an American. Seems she left the country to stay safe. <laughs> Notice how all these alternative doctors and nurses have all been... Uh, either put out of business or found themselves in, shall we say, pushing up daisies. This isn't a joke, folks. This doctor here, she flew into the airport, and she was a quote-unquote doctor to the elite, and she mentioned that all the elite had told her, soon will be the culling. Soon will be the calling. The interview didn't last more than 15 or 20 minutes, and then she turned right her back around, went right back on that airplane that she'd come in on, and flew back wherever she came from.
1: That as was, soon as still John, out, that was, that was Dr. Rima LeBeau.
0: Long story short, folks, you were warned. Nobody paid attention to it. To change the system, you must change everything about it. So what have they done? They've shut down our economy. They put people and small businesses out of work while feeding the beast system and the mega corporations at the expense of everybody on Main Street. This is to help monopolize all the power into the corporations. After all, we can't have this thing called competition. That's just evil, according to the elitists. Very scary stuff. Oh, and a little side note there. Uh, One other point that Lucy said in her little conversation there. She says that people that were labeled as being disabled found themselves at one point, shall we say, no longer breathing air. She watched as several people from her little town got taken away. And then the families of those people got notified, you know, about six months later that something had happened to all these healthy people and they just didn't make yeah. it. We've talked about eugenics. We talked about eugenics back when we were discussing Obamacare. And again, people forget that Obamacare didn't come under Obama. Do you know the people that were pushing it initially was 20 years earlier? Do you folks know this? This is a fact, ladies and gentlemen. And who was one of the members of that? Hillary Clinton. The pushback was severe. This was when President Clinton, CEO of the corporation United States, was running the country. Although some of us would argue it was actually Hillary running it, but that's beside the point. Long story short, Socialized medicine was the plan and always had been. They took over one-seventh of the economy when they passed that. And what happened immediately, young people's who basically have almost no health risks whatsoever, including this COVID hoax, these young people all of a sudden saw their premium skyrocket, along with everybody else's mandatory government insurance. Quote-unquote mandatory anyway. This is the way the world works, folks, when tyrants are in charge. Next step, what did they do? They stopped seeing all the people. Oh, you can keep your doctor. You can keep your network. You can keep your insurance. That was the lie that they told us. And we found out real quick that that lie was just that, a lie. And I'm going to talk about brainwashing for a sec. I could not believe it when it happened, but I was at my store at the time and I was talking to a couple older female customers. They were probably in the fifties or sixties at the time. And again, it was just past and the subject had come up. I don't know how, I don't care. But one of the ladies did not like it when I started talking about how dangerous it was. She literally, and we're talking an old woman here. We're not talking young. She literally put her fingers in her ears and went, la, 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 This is the exact same mentality I'm seeing with so many people who refuse to look at the facts had a family function I attended on Sunday. One of the family friends was at this birthday party. And this particular friend is very much a liberal, very much a Democrat, very much not interested in any alternative views, is very proud of the fact that I've gotten both of those injections. And one of my young people made a comment and uh, she immediately jumped into this oh that's just conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. I believe the comment was about uh, you know the magnetism and we know that it's magnetized to get it into the cells even the CDC admitted that but you're not going to tell this individual that okay The problem is the brainwashing is so thorough. The belief system is so thorough. Breaking through that mental block, it's hard to do. And in most cases, I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you can't even do it. See, I have friends, many of them, But my friends that I know from, you know, being next to me rather than just on the Internet, they've rejected what I've told them. Please don't get this. Again, this mental block, they've been conditioned to believe that the pandemic is real. And it didn't matter any facts that you had, It didn't matter that there was data to be seen. No, none of that mattered. Just the willful belief in their master's words. This is where we're at as a society, folks. And this is why it is so dangerous to go against the narrative. Because the brainwashing and the slave conditioning is so thorough that even those who should know better don't. You have doctors and you have nurses that are keeping their mouths shut while watching travesty after travesty after travesty with people getting injected. There was a nurse that I was listening to earlier today talking about the fact that all of these people that are now coming into the into the hospitals that she works at, they've all been injected with this crap. And when she tried to bring up, hey, these are all people that have been injected, they told her to shut her mouth. And I'd like to remind everybody, ladies and gentlemen, two things, and Marty's talked about hospice all the time. She has talked about hospice so much for years after years after years and how it has now changed and it's a way to kill people off. That's exactly what the Nazis did. Exactly what the Nazis did. The indoctrination that people have, the propaganda has never been stronger than it is right now to promote a lie. When they are saying, trust the science, and you say, okay, I'm going to trust the science. Let me go find some scientific evidence and listen to some doctors and some nurses that know something. And you find that these doctors and nurses who's in life and what they do is specifically things related to these kind of issues are getting censored for saying, Um, probably don't want to do this. See, there's a big difference between science and propaganda, ladies and gentlemen. A huge difference between science and propaganda. See, science doesn't mind criticism. Science says, okay, let's do experiments. Let's look at the facts. But try to put facts on places like Facebook or YouTube. You get banned, you get deleted, you get shut down for a while, or you get terminated. I'm in thirty day Facebook jail, I got another twenty six days to go now. Gee, I can't imagine how that might have happened. Mm. In an empire of lies, telling the truth is a revolutionary act, ladies and gentlemen. What's the difference between places like Austria, Canada, and America? Socialized medicine, none. None. It's the same game, the same playbook has not changed at all. See, I knew that a lot of Canadians were traveling south a lot of years ago into America to get better health care because they couldn't get on that list and wait two years. Because socialized medicine is about rationing, folks. It's all about rationing. Scarcity. Artificial scarcity, I would add. Because in a good system, where the doctors and the nurses are there to improve your health, not there to create a patient for life, they are there to fix the problem not give you something to basically cover up the problem and create more. After all, you've heard it before and you'll hear it again. A patient cured is a patient lost. What kind of logic is that, ladies and gentlemen? Hmm? What kind of logic is that? We have accepted the scarcity of services. We have accepted scarcity of this world that we live in. We're watching the world go crazy over resources. And it shouldn't be this way because this world is plentiful with them. There should be no homeless, there should be no hunger, there should be no misery, but it's prevalent across this planet. Why? Because people with ill intentions are in control of the system. And people like us have sat back and permitted this to continue. Well, I stopped consenting to the tyranny a lot of years ago. Bringing it front and center to everyone's attention, whether you want to hear it or not, you'll hear it from Marty and me because we're not gonna pull our punches. We're not gonna be politically correct. No, we're gonna be honest with you. Something very much missing out of Washington, the District of Criminals, out of your state legislatures, out of your governor's offices, your city councils, and your county commissions, and all these other criminal enterprises masquerading as government. Latin origin words meaning mind control. Medicine is supposed to cure. But their science and their medicine doesn't do that. It creates a patient. How many people got hooked on opioids? And how has it affected our society? I don't have to tell you folks. You've read it in the news for years. You've read it in the news for years. They call this thing the clot shot. And I can't think of a better word for it this injection that they're trying to promote as a vaccine. I can't stress this enough. It's genetic engineering, and it's causing your body to go to war with itself. That's the science, ladies and gentlemen, and they can propagandize it as much as they want. But the truth of the matter is this, folks. They are murdering people for profit. Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci, two criminals who are guilty of war crimes beyond your imagination and anyone promoting that agenda. Do you not realize that there are powers that are behind the powers that don't have Americans' best interests at heart? Now, y'all know that Marty and I were political atheists. We don't vote for our slave masters. But it was pathetically obvious who the winner of the last election was. Pathetically obvious. And yet you had a dictator installed. Not that the previous one wasn't a dictator and a jerk too, because he was. But I'm here to tell you, folks. You have foreign influence in American elections. Now, they said that about 2016 and claimed it was the Russians. Well, in 2020, it was most certainly the Chinese. Wake up, ladies and gentlemen. They're divvying up this country. Corporations are running it. And believe me, they have sold you out. You want to talk anxiety? Look around you. You look around and see how much stress people are under. You have so many people committing harikari now. And not just older people and those frustrated with life. These are young people with an entire future ahead of them that just can't deal with the propagandized bull. Everyone that decides to self-terminate and to kick their air addiction that's just another murder that was promoted by Big Pharma and by Anthony Fauci and by Donald Trump who was promoting this crap long before Joseph Biden started the deal. So I don't want to hear about well, he was the banner president. They're puppets, ladies and gentlemen. And as you've heard me say over and over again, Washington, the District of Criminals, is one of the three city-states. The Vatican, all roads lead to Rome. The City of London, your legal center and your financial center. And the military-industrial complex, a.k.a. Washington, D.C. Time to see past the propaganda and look at your history and look at your facts. You were pressed press gang to serve a corporation, and you have become too expensive. So it's now time to call the herd. After all, Social Security has been bankrupt for 20 years. I call it Social Insecurity for a reason. did a report on it when I was in college. They requ- uh, English teacher required four pages. When I was finished, my report was about 40 because I was infatuated with the subject and I wanted to learn so much, which, of course, I did. If any company did what the United States Corporation does to Social Security, the CEO, the CFO, all of this chain of command and the board of direction directors would go to jail But, hey, it's okay if it's done by government. They have permission. You've been pillaged, ladies and gentlemen. You've been press gang to serve a criminal enterprise which has spent its lifetime enslaving you. You have never known true freedom, ladies and gentlemen. You've only known slavery and a system based on debt and absolute control. But you haven't been totally controlled like you are now. And when they're finished with all of this transition into the new world order, when they're finished turning you into a walking and talking cryptocurrency, when they're finished doing all the little things that they're doing, they will have perfected slavery, and you will not have options. I'm telling you that right now. You will not have options. You better look at what's going on around you you better look really hard and get through your head that it's now or never. You are literally at the T-intersection. We are either going to go left or we are going to go right. And I'm here to tell you, you better choose the right path because the way they're taking us is going to make Nazi Germany look like a great place to live. It is so past time for people to wake up It is way past that point. Martial law. We've had it since the War of Northern Aggression. We've had it since the War of Northern Aggression. And I'm here to tell you folks, this is not going to get any easier in the future. There's going to be a lot of suffering and pain. And again, if you've been regular listening to the show that me and Marty do, you already know that you better start getting prepared. Little extra food, ability to defend yourself, have some seeds to plant into the ground, have some stuff that you can barter with. Because if you're thinking that everything is going to be just fine, you are going to be sorely disappointed when this thing hits you between the eyes. Because that's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. Treason of the highest level. You've been converted into chattel property. You've been owned and controlled by the bankers. And right now, this is the global economic reset that they warned you about back in the 80s. I've talked about it again on the show, Economist magazine. Phoenix Bird rising out of the ashes. All the burning currencies of the world around its neck is a gold pendant with the year 2018 on it and a Greek symbol for 21. Welcome to the Global Economic Reset, folks. You're going to a central bank digital currency, which is why they've been taking cash out of the system, taking coins out of the system, because they are pushing you into their system. They're going to force it one way or another. I've talked on this show multiple times about make sure that you have the ability to survive some of this. I've also encouraged everybody to buy a little bit of silver and buy a little bit of gold. If you can't afford gold, that's fine. You can afford silver if you can find it. See, this new economy, this new world that we're experiencing, silver as an industrial metal has never been more important. And right now, the bankers, the Chinese, and everybody in their brother are loading up on it. And they're manipulating the price of that. And again, Mike and I have done shows on this. So this should not be news to many of you. I... Did the correlation between all the games that J.P. Morgan plays. J.P. Morgan's in charge of the silver market. Lock, stock, and barrel. They control it in the comics. I like to call the comics the climax. They control it over in London. And the Chinese sure ain't going to interfere because the price of silver is way too low. On the paper market, most of these mines can't even pull it out of the ground now for the price of what it is. And the scary thing, folks, is this: statistically, originally it was about a fourteen to one ratio, give or take a little, of silver to gold in the ground. Well, that ratio has dropped to eight to one, and yet gold is about eighteen hundred dollars, give or take a few dollars, and silver. Paper market price right now is less than twenty four. But good luck finding it for under thirty. This is where we're at, folks. This is the world that we're living in. Lies, propaganda, endless amounts of BS. Killing off a population. And they're not just staying here in America. They're doing it around the world. I'm telling everybody pay attention. See they've been doing killing off of populations for millennia. The leaders of these countries decide that their populations are getting just a little bit too uppity. Well that's okay. They just go to another country and say okay let's start a war. Can reduce some of our problems? Why do they do this divide and conquer? Have you not noticed this divide and conquer is so prevalent? Again, Marty and I have talked about it in, the, you know, more than I can talk about. It's ridiculous. It's insanity. See, racism from my perspective was dead back in the 80s, and I think Marty would probably agree with it to the most part. Although I do know she's seen a little bit of it, but that came from a certain little community which we won't discuss about here but they brought it back to life never in my mind did I see us going down this path that they've taken us I didn't think that people would be this quick to fall for it again divide and conquer and just like Marty said earlier now it's about not just black versus right straight versus gay republican versus democrat Mm-mm. Now it's about those who've been injected with a viral hazard and those who haven't. Truth, ladies and gentlemen, whether you want to hear it or not. It's all about control and they have every intention of maintaining that control. See, the ability to control people's actions where the power is. It's not about money contrary to what everybody thinks. The fiat currency doesn't mean anything. It's what they can do to control people and to control resources. That's the power. Because they all know it's all fiction. Heck, even we've told you that. 12 United States Code, 411. Federal Reserve notes are not money. Of so the United States Code 411 tells you they are negotiable debt instruments and a liability to the United States Corporation, which is broke, by the way. Time to see past the lies, folks. You want to know where the world is? How many of you have watched some example at some point in your life of a quote-unquote zombie apocalypse movie? Hmm? I think most everybody has seen it. Heck, we've talked about it on the show. That's symbolic for non-thinking people, folks. That's symbolic for men and women who are going through life without a brain, without emotions, who are only there to consume Now, if you would like to see the zombie apocalypse for real, I'm going to tell you where you can find the zombie apocalypse for real. Take notes. There's a video titled Streets of Philadelphia, Kensington Avenue. What happened today? August 2021. Streets of Philadelphia Kensington Avenue, What Happened Today, August 2021, you look at that video, just take five minutes to do so, don't have to watch all of it, and you tell me after watching that, that that doesn't epitomize the zombie apocalypse, because that's what those people look like. They are in a position that was created for them. Poverty, drug addiction, learned hopelessness, unemployment, homelessness. This is an agenda, folks. I cannot stress it enough. You are watching the world that you know get turned into a living hell on earth. The beauty of this is we don't have to continue to go along with this. We don't. Marty and I sit here and talk all the time. Yeah, we expose all the dirt. Okay, we show you the roaches. We're shining the light of truth upon the liars and the criminals and the mass murderers the military-industrial complex, the Vatican. We've done all that. But we've also given you solutions. We have given you advice. We have told you to prepare for bad times. One of my friends was talking about she's having such a hard time getting her family to go along with it. The prepping part. Oh, we're going to trust in God. Well, I'm here to tell you, folks, it doesn't work like that. If you believe in that little proverbial book, I'm here to tell you something. The good book had a story in it. Seems like a prisoner who had this incredible ability to see the future saw something in his dreams when he was asked what the uh, quote-unquote leader of, I believe it was, um, yeah, it doesn't matter. The pharaoh there basically said this, one, what did I dream? Two, what did it mean? Prisoner said, well, basically you dreamed that uh, there was an animal, I don't remember what it was, it was healthy, seven years and then that animal was in famine for seven more and because there was preparation made at least according to the story they were able to survive a drought you want to survive the world you're living in prep for the very worst that you can expect and trust me ladies and gentlemen you won't be ready for it, even if you think you're well-prepped. See, most people cannot comprehend true poverty. Everybody here is generally used to the idea of running water, electricity, and internet access, things like that. What happens when society breaks down? Hmm? What happens when it's dangerous to go outside your door? Or worse, it's dangerous to stay inside while there's people outside your door. These are legitimate questions you better be prepared to answer, folks. Homelessness, again, hopelessness, fear, trauma-based mind control, we talk about it. What does this do? it gets people to make the wrong choices because, again, if you're desperate, if you're truly desperate, you're making all the wrong choices because you're using your emotions rather than your logic and your reason to see through the problem. The beauty of what Marty and I are doing right now is not only showing you the problem with a neon sign, I would add, but telling you what you can do to help alleviate some of the problem before it hits you in the face. Deagle.com originally had a forecast, and we've talked about it on this show, forecast of 2025. Now, you can't find it on com anymore, but you can find it if you go in the Wayback Machine. It was titled Forecast 2025. You know, if you do that, you will discover that there was a massive projection of a decline in the economies and in the populations of almost every country in the world. Now, they didn't sit there and get into great detail about what was going on, although they did comment about it some. But you see, Deagle.com is not Just any old website. Mm -mm, Not even remotely. It's where the military people go to learn. And if they're sitting there telling you that there's going to be a global depopulation, maybe it's time to pay some attention to that. Not that they didn't put it in stone, like we've talked about it again and again. A certain place in Georgia. What if your government, quote-unquote, doesn't have your best intentions at heart? What if they're trying to save their Social Security money that you contributed all those years? See, that's not a handout, ladies and gentlemen. That's an investment, or at least it was supposed to be, but they blew that money decades ago. They've got to cull the herd because the herd's getting a little bit too uppity. The herd is making too many demands of government. And the scary thing is some of the herd has figured out what's going on and is warning the rest of the herd. Um, Hello, we're cattle and a kin, and we're about to be turned into dinner. Maybe it's time to leave this proverbial farm. Your choice, ladies and gentlemen, I can't make you do anything. Marty can't make you do anything. You have to make your own decisions about what you want out of your life. Now, I'd like to thank most of you out there listening to the show tonight. Actually enjoy your life to at least a little bit. You have friends and you have family and people that care about you that you actually like seeing every day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, the crime syndicate doesn't want that for you. They want you in a perpetual state of fear, and they want you dead. And that's not conspiracy theory, folks. Those are the facts. And the evidence abounds for just that. Marty said at the beginning of the show, oh, don't want to take our test? No problem. Go away. You can't come in the hospital then. Uh-huh. Welcome to your socialized medicine, folks. Go ahead, drink the fluoride. It's okay. Doesn't matter that the guys put it in the water or in the hazmat suits. Trust, trust the science. Trust the science. Chemtrails. Geoengineering, they call it. They denied that for, goodness, 30 years. (laughs) All of us conspiracy analysts, you know, I hate the word conspiracy theorists. I don't have a problem with things being a conspiracy theory, but once you prove the theory is a fact, it's not a theory anymore, folks. It ceases being a theory when you prove it. Now it's just fact. And so many of us, quote-unquote, conspiracy theorists, have done a wonderful job of analyzing the facts and presenting the evidence and proving our case. Those who want to stay willingly ignorant, they can do so. I'm an anarchist. I don't care. You do you. You want to believe this is the rantings of a lunatic who needs to be locked up in a funny farm or downtown in a cage? Oh, trust me. You think I don't know I'm being watched. See, I don't know too many talk show hosts that talk the way I do. In fact, I can think of only a couple. And I'm here to tell you, folks, it's your life. You better decide what you want out of it. Again, I would highly encourage you if you appreciate what you heard today, Send Marty a few dollars to ppj1 at com. Back to you, Marty.
1: Yeah, you know how things are all connected and everything happens for a reason. Nothing is not preplanned. And the big push, I believe, John, to get us to where we are now was 911. And that was, I don't care what anybody says, and more than 7,000 engineers and architects and so on pilots agree with me that was an inside job and the Patriot Act which landed on the floor of the Senate three days later fully written was actually written as a standalone bill several years before by Joe Biden and nobody would take him up on it Mitch McConnell took it, tweaked it a little bit and threw it on the floor of the House and Senate and But that's where that came from. I keep telling people this thing about who's right, who's left, who's a Democrat, who's a Republican, and blah, 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 blah. They're all in it together. They're they're all working together. There is no political divide except out here in no man's land. That's the only place that exists. There's too much corruption that goes on in D.C., that is known and nobody does anything about. And if they were really opposed to one another, they'd be screaming from the rooftops. But the only time they do say anything is when somebody steps out of line. Uh, take that Gatz fellow, for instance, who called for that hearing for Britney Spears in front of the Senate. And they didn't want him doing that. So they come out and said three years ago and 11 years ago, he was accused of molesting an underage girl Well, if you knew it three years and 11 years ago, why didn't you say something then? But this is what they do. They stockpile information on each other, blackmail each other with it, and you get out of line, and we'll we'll drag it out and drag you through the mud. And I say that it's a – I think Carlin said it the best. It's a, a big party, and you wasn't invited we had questions here earlier about Afghanistan. What did we what was our take on Afghanistan? What's happening there? They claim the Taliban has run in and I thought it was wiped out anyway. That's what Trump told us. if um, it was wiped out. He was gone. Well, it's resurged and now it has taken over I guess the King's Palace and something else. And we've sent 6,000 troops back there. And I don't see us. I think this was all orchestrated, too, because there's no way they're going to give up those bases in Afghanistan because it is pivotal for when they go after Iran, and they are going to go after Iran. They've done everything they could to provoke them. I have to give their their leader kudos for having nerves of steel. Uh, between Israel flying over their territory and accidentally bombing their bases and doing other things, they have stood fast and not retaliated, and... I think the other thing that keeps that from blowing is China has said if we go after Iran, they're going to come in on our Iran side, and we, we don't have the military for that. The whole country would have to get up and put on a uniform, and then you'd have to take that stupid vaccine. I'm not doing that. And, but there is so much going on, John. I say I don't think any of it is coincidental or incidental. I think every bit of it is orchestrated. Um, as somebody said, now watch, we'll have a big false flag event to get the country revved up to go over and blow Afghanistan up again because we haven't done enough damage to them. And I, I'm telling you, i have, and I get tired. I don't know about you. I get tired of no matter how people get played, no matter how many times, just like you say the thing about conspiracy theory, a theory implies you are making an assumption for which you have no evidence. That's what a theory is. You think something is some way, but you you can't say definitely that it is. And conspiracy analyst, as John said, as we gathered the information, nothing is anything at all like you said it was. And that doesn't make me a theorist. It (laughs) makes me a fact finder. I mean, look at all the things in our history. The Gulf of Tonkin incident, which was the catalyst for the Vietnam War. They claimed that one of our ships was attacked by Egypt was the first story, and Johnson was going to use this fake attack to, as the excuse to nuke Egypt, and he was going to take over the East oil that way, he thought. Somebody blew the whistle on him. He said, oh, it wasn't Egypt. My gosh, what was I thinking? It was Vietnam, one of the most historically impoverished com- countries on the globe. They didn't have a John boat, much less a warship. So we went after Vietnam, and of course, history has shown us that what we did to those people was savage and continues to this day. Agent Orange permeating everything, the foliage, the food, the water, the soil. There's another one of these things, 200-year half-life before it begins to break down. And by the way, Agent Orange, like this crap they put on our agricultural fields, it's the same stuff, dioxin-based. It, when it is hot and humid, it becomes 200 times more toxic. And here again, we have another country with extraordinary rate of birth defects. The lifespan of people there and in Iraq is about 32 years. Yeah, we're we're a wonderful nation, but God loves us. God loves us. We're the chosen, you know. God loves us, but no, He doesn't. I think <laughs> nothing we see happening. What gets me is nothing we see happening is normal, natural. None of it. Everything from the weather. They, you know, I wrote about this years ago. That document put out by the Air Force called Weather is a forest Multiplier, Owning the Weather by 2025. Just in the last several years, we have seen some of the most bizarre weather we have ever seen, and it's happening around the globe. That's not an accident. That's Harp sitting up in Gokonga, Alaska, that big 32-acre Raytheon antenna battery field. And then we have 17 floating harp stations now in, just in the North Atlantic alone. They can alter the weather. One of the best examples, the best test of harp ever was Katrina. Katrina was actually a tropical storm that was heading southeast out of the Gulf of Mexico. There was a pulse registered at St. Louis, Missouri that was massive. After that pulse, suddenly that storm literally stopped in its tracks spun the opposite direction, and headed north, straight into New Orleans. Now, you really think that's possible in nature? You really think that can happen? And, of course, we know what happened after that. But I I always tell people, like, there in Minnesota, on a Tuesday afternoon, sunny skies, beautiful weather, five tornadoes came up out of nowhere and ripped across the state and killed I don't know how many people. No We just don't know how this happened, why there wasn't a storm cloud in the sky, and uh, how could this be? Gee, I don't know. Let me think. There's a lot of things that scare me about today's world. But what scares me most of all here in this country is the apathy and complacency of the population. This current issue with this non-existent virus really flew all over me because as I have said before John the people this hysterical need to believe crap it's been shown time again we have thousands of doctors and scientists that signed that declaration out there in Massachusetts thousands of them that this is not real and yeah, you, you'll listen to mainstream media. I, I don't know anybody that does anymore. I truly do not know anyone who does. But they're pumping all this stuff. Oh, it's worse. It's worse. The Delta variant turns out to be a result of the vaccines that aren't really vaccines. And now there's one coming out called Lambda. Watch for that one. It's even worse. And... France like I say, made these announcements that announcement if you don't have this vaccine card you can't do anything you can't work you can't go to school you can't shop you can't eat you can't go to the theater you cannot go to a public place and of course the French came up on their feet behind that one <clears throat> not that they hadn't before because they already have several times the last time they did The police that were supposed to corral them, there was over 100,000 people protesting, put their shields down and joined them. These people are rejecting this all over the world. And here we sit, here we sit arguing over who the real president is. It doesn't make any difference because he doesn't have anything to do with you anyway. Uh, who stole the election? Oh, every election we've ever had has been corrupted, every single one of them. There never has been an honest election. If you've got enough money, you can buy it. Trump just got outspent this time. And the, this, the idea that any help is in D.C., that anybody sitting in the White House is going to do anything other than what they're told to do is insane. Because we know what happens when they don't. Look at John F. Kennedy. He was gonna shut down the CIA, said it was a threat to the country, he was right. He was gonna put us back on the gold standard, get rid of this fiat currency, boom, he gets shot. He's dead, why, it was one lone gunman. Well, of course it was, you can see in the videos, he was shot three or four times from different directions. And George H.W. Bush appears to have had a hand in that. He was the head of the CIA at the time. But all these things that they sound like they're unrelated, but they're all part of this puzzle. Every bit of it is a part of the puzzle. And if you have to give up your right to your own autonomy, your own body, to stay a part of society and get yourself injected with God knows what this crap is, what have you got? And why would you consent to this? I don't understand. But I don't know about you, John, but it seems to me people in this country are lazy. They're apathetic. They're complacent. They're just willing to believe anything as long as it comes from the party they belong to. And I, I don't get it. I just truly do not. I just don't. Do you think... We will ever see a time when this, like in France, where <clears throat> we had over a hundred thousand people just in Paris alone in the street protests. Do you think we'll see anything like that?
0: I kind of do, because I again I see them coming down. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you. You better be prepared to back all the sailors and and those people that refuse this thing. You better be prepared Uh to back them. Okay, And I'm not saying that uh, they are angels. Again, part of the military industrial complex. And yeah, they've been guilty of war crimes. And, you know, we don't do wars for the right reason. We haven't really been doing those. Wars are about profit. They always have been. They always will be. Yes. All wars, bankers wars. You've heard me talk about it again and again on this show, and I'm not going to change my tune. But I'm telling you right now, the agenda is to turn this very beautiful property known as America to be assets of other people. Now, I yeah. want you to think, for. For those of you who live in America, I want you to think about something. This was an interesting thing I heard from an uh, acquaintance of mine. He was doing a video on YouTube, and one of the things he mentioned was he had somebody in England who had never, ever seen a log cabin. And the reason for that is this. The wood had been gone for decades. The same is true in Germany. Again, another one of my friends is talking about Germany. If you want to cut down a tree in Germany, you'd better get permission from the government and they'll tell you whether or not you can do it. And I can tell you this, we don't have much in the way of trees over there a lot of places. Again, why? Because a tree is so incredibly important. It's a building, it's used to create money and all these and all these areas that were war-torn it hasn't been growing for 50, 75 or 100 years, because somebody chopped it down, turned it into a two-by-four, or turned it into something. So the concept of making an entire building out of logs is foreign to a lot of people. You better recognize that America is a very rich country as far as resources are concerned. And I'm telling you right now, (laughs) there's a lot of people out there that want it. You folks do realize that all of our quote-unquote most important areas, have been turned over to the United Nations, right? As biosphere, whatever the term they're try- choosing yeah. to use for it. Mm-hmm. Okay? States are giving up their lands. States are giving up their water sources, their resources, their mines. Heck, we talked for little, you know, discuss the issue of all of these ports that surround America. The Chinese gained control of those ports 20-some years ago, folks. (laughs) It is so past time to wake up to just how dangerous things are getting. We have car manufacturers in America who can't build cars fast enough well, they're actually building the car, but they can't get it on the road and into the showrooms because there's no chips for them. Why do we have those kinds of manufacturing abilities here? Oh, that would be because, again, government problems, OSHA poking their nose into our business, government mandates, Again, beautiful things that Lucy was talking about in her little discussion about how Austria changed almost overnight after Adolf Hitler was put as chancellor. You are living in 1944 Germany, ladies and gentlemen, whether you realize it or not. All ten planks of the Communist Manifesto were in full effect in America and they made a discovery a lot of years ago <laughs> Faism works, and that's where corporations and government not that there's any difference between the two because corporations and government are the same thing work as a team to plunder the population. Welcome to your dystopian ladies and gentlemen. back to you, Marty,
1: yeah, I just. I, I just don't know what to do. I really don't. Um, it seemed, you know, people like us, John, we can look ahead and say, well, if we did this, this, and this, you know, there's a chance we could be wrong here and there. But this would straighten this out, and that would fix that. And yet those things are never done, and we're just regular run a mill everyday people. And But like I say, in encountering people, uh <laughs> You talked about Facebook earlier being put in jail. I think a lot of those people need to be put in Facebook jail. When I get messages from people that say, if you don't believe COVID is real, um, unfriend me, not a problem. And, I, I, you know, this pettiness that goes with this. If you don't believe what I do, and then they'll be very profane or very insulting Or any of this stuff, you can't disagree with them. Well, I mean, I do, but, you know, what I'm saying is, for them, disagreement is not allowed. You must think what they think, because if you don't, then what? Well, then you have your ideas, and I have mine, and you go have coffee, and so do I, and there you go. Um, This idea that we must all agree on the same thing, or we can't talk, and we can't be friends, and we can't get off of that. If everybody thought exactly like you thought, what would be the point in talking to them? You'd already know what they think. I want to hear different ideas. I want to hear different people's different takes on things. It doesn't have to be what I think. I may not agree with what you think, but I'm not going to call you any dirty names or scream at you over it. Um people keep talking, you brought up a little bit about this last election. <coughs> Uh, we were we were sunk either way. Either way, we were sunk. You had Trump on the one side, who knew nothing about the Constitution or the law because he never had to abide by it, and who's a pathological liar, a serial adulterer, a misogynist, a, just a run of the mill con man. And the other side is Joe Biden who has been slinking around D.C. forever and uh, is obviously in some level of dementia and really hasn't got a clue about anything that's going on. But these, see, these people are in there for a reason because they're not actually in there to run anything. They're in there to do what they are told to do. And that is exactly what they do. They got a little bit easier with Biden because most of the time he's not even on the planet. Trump, you had to bump up against this massive, overblown, bloated ego. And <laughs> But I'm just saying, be careful what you wish for. Trump was no answer to anybody's prayer. People saying, oh, he did so much. Yeah, he did a lot of damage. He sure did. I'll give you that. He sure did. But the one that's in there now is just going to do as much, if not more. We've just got a few minutes left here. Uh, tomorrow night, I will be having Karen Stewart on, and she is an NSA whistleblower. We were going to try and do this last week, and things didn't work out. But we're going to try and get her back up on tomorrow night, and she's going to be talking about directed energy weapons that you might not even know anything about and other things that have gone on, and I say she's an NSA whistleblower. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Friday night, Liz Rizzo will be back with us. Uh, The companion of Rusty Warren, the comedian from the 60s. Rusty passed away here two months ago. And um, she was under guardianship. You can imagine what horror story that was. But um, Liz fought for her all the way, tried to protect her. And um, I don't know what's... What's better, to continue the fight or the fact that she passed away and she's out of the fray? I really don't know. Sometimes you have to wonder. John and I will be back Monday night. Who knows what we're going to talk about? <laughs> it's always a surprise. And, uh, but thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, we have such a good audience for these shows. If you got any comments, please feel free to write me. Uh, you can catch me on Facebook or at ppj one at hush. dot com. That's ppj1 at hush. dot com. Uh, John, you want to give out your email?
0: Uh, the Clarksville Antique Mall at gmail.com, The Clarksville Antique Mall at gmail.com, That's all one word. Okay. And uh, folks, remember okay. that ppj1 at hush. dot com. That's good for not just sending uh, Marty an email. That's good for going straight to PayPal and sending her a few dollars to continue this work. Please, folks, if you appreciate what she does, if you appreciate how important she is to the movement of exposing the truth, send her some money as a favor to me if for no other reason. She's a blessing, ladies and gentlemen. Recognize it.
1: I know some people disagree with you about that. Well, anyway, um, these shows are brought to you. All my shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblowers, and uh, we will be back with more on that. And we're in the midst of reorganizing everything, so I'm a little bit touchy on different things. We haven't got them nailed down yet. As soon as I do get them nailed down, we will let you know. And where we've got a set schedule and we're up and running because, like I say, we are revamping a lot of things. So, everybody, again, thank you for turning in. John, thank you for coming on again tonight. And we will see you all next week. Okay, good night, everyone. night,